That's Hunter. You're tuning in to Vocal Radio, Chicago's only NPR music station. I'm your host, Biko, and I have a very special guest with me. I mean, this young lady is multi-talented. You might have heard her come through your favorite TV show. You might have seen her rocking a stage once, twice, maybe three times. You, you just never know where you might have seen her or you might have heard her music come through your stereo. She goes by the name of Jessica Jolia. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm feeling good, feeling great. You are super talented from a range of things. Your journey in the music industry has been a diverse one. So can you tell us a bit about, you know, how you even got your start within music? Yeah, you know what? I think um, music has been a big part of who I am for as long as I can remember. And I I tell this story very often, but to, to try to keep it brief. Um, when my mother was carrying me, my dad put headphones on her stomach all the time. And uh, he exposed me, you know, before I even, you know, hit the scene to, to a variety of genres of music. And I started to have an interest in musical instruments really, really early. And I, I think the first instrument that I that I played in band was the saxophone. And I know I was annoying because I would play and tried to play more than I was even taught initially. But I've just, I've always loved music and um, particularly the music that my parents listened to. Uh, lots of R&B and funk music, but also some classical stuff. And um, just was, you know, able to to really hear a lot. And, and I use a lot of those influences in what I do now. And Eventually, I went to school for classical vocal and then music business. And um, I think my first start um, really in the industry was in 2015 when I moved to Los Angeles and I I started singing and uh, performing with a lot of well-known artists at that time. And I've been going ever since. What even led you to transition to Cali? Well, you know what? I'm I'm from Michigan originally, and, and a lot of my family on both sides of the family is still there. But my parents and I moved to California when I was in grade school in the Sacramento area, and I moved to Los Angeles once I had finished um, my first degree program with school and was really just trying to get a gauge for, you know, really how I, have, how I felt I could be most impactful in the industry. Um, I think initially, you know, it wasn't really uh, a choice for me to move from Michigan to California, but it has benefited me in many ways, but also um, having roots in Michigan and having family members who, you know, preceded me and really grew up in the Detroit area and, and were a really big part of that sound has also influenced me as well. And it's something that I still carry with me. I know that's right. What up, though? And learning you from from the Midwest, oh, that no wonder, no wonder you was up the street. <laughs> you was right up the street. You're tuned in to Vocal O Radio. I'm your host Biko, and you're listening to my conversation with singer songwriter Jessica Jolia. Let's talk about some music because in 2014 you debuted it. Sometimes, you know, yeah. sometimes was featured and the Sister Cold film, and it, it gained a lot of popularity for you. So can you, you know, tell our listeners a little bit of uh, the inspiration behind the song and how I felt to have it featured in a movie? Hello to heartache for a little while. 
well, that was very surreal because that happened for me. Um, also, you know, I was very new to, to the Southern California scene. And um, I, I happened to come to know that there were many people working on that film that I knew um, and just wasn't aware that they were a part of it. Um, so I, the, the inspiration really behind the song was just that I, I was at a place where I had so many different musical experiences, but I had not really put anything out to reflect who I was as an artist and not necessarily that it was a part of my life that I, I felt that I needed to share as far as, you know, everything being a true story, because a lot of the songs that I write, they might be inspired by things I've, I've experienced or inspired by things that I've come to know through family members or friends or just observations. But I just really felt at that time, I wanted to transition from performing and and having a lot of educational music experience to actually having a presence and people to, to come to know me as more than a performer. Shortly after I released it, it was featured in the film. And, and not many people can say this is my debut single. And all I'll land in the film. In the movie, so. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and your record streamed over a million times. Okay. Not many people can say that for a debut. All right. And then three years after that, you know, you put your single Want You out. And that becomes a club anthem. And then it also gains international success. How was that for you to see your music resonate with listeners across the globe? That was really, really cool. It was, you know, if, you know, if you've listened to Sometimes and then you listen to Want You, they're very different records. I think they're, you know, R&B and Soul influenced, but obviously have two different feels. Uh, that song reached commercial success internationally because it was featured in a big, uh, commercial in Poland. Um, and then it kind of spread from there. And it was really cool to see because I didn't know that there was a market for it there. Uh, you know, and, and it wasn't really my aim to, to try to put out, you know, the next song as something that's, oh, I want something to be more commercial. I just wanted to showcase again, just that I'm versatile. And I listen to so many different types of music that when I'm writing, I'm writing different styles as well. So Seeing that, and like you said, yeah, this is, you know, single number two. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and now it's also being, you know, received not only in, in my hometown and in my country and in a market that, you know, I would anticipate, but also somewhere as far from me as Poland. And people are still listening to it today. So it, it's incredible. It was an amazing experience. Rack up them royalties. You feel what I'm saying? Get that royalty money. Tuned in to Vocalo Radio. I'm your host, Biko, and you're listening to my conversation with singer-songwriter Jessica Jolia. Um, you know, I want to go back a little bit because you were talking about how you studied classical vocal performance. You pursued mm-hmm. additional studies in the, in the music business, uh, music production. I want to say media communications as well. Mm-hmm. So, like, how have your educational experiences influenced your career as a recording artist and songwriter? You know, I think... And, and I'm a forever student. I am one of those people. I'm in school still getting an MBA in finance. But I say all that to say that I'm a person who is very fond of information and also very aware that having information is a tool and being aware that information is, is ever changing is really important. And that has 
helped me to not just navigate my career and to make the best choices that I can make for myself, but it also puts me in a really good position to kind of help consult and advise other people who might be seeking advice. But the business side is really what I feel like has helped the most because, again, you know, I'm able to look at a contract and and see, you know, and and I do have, you know, attorneys and, and legal guides, but I can see for myself to be able to articulate my my own concerns, which puts me in a better position uh, because I'm not blindly walking into a situation, blindly agreeing to anything. And then when something happens, you know, being shocked and surprised just because I simply didn't have the awareness. It should be business music. That's all I always say mm-hmm. that because you, you got to learn the business and that's what you're taking your time to do. And you're producing amazing music at that. And speaking of pace, and doing your thing as well. You know, you've toured and recorded with iconic musicians, including Dr. Dre, T.I. I saw you in a picture with Stevie Wonder. Like, <laughs> oh, my God, I need to come to L.A., okay? I need, I need to make my way to L.A. Can, can you share a, a memorable experience or a lesson that, you know, you've learned from working with these influential figures? You know, I would have to say... Um, first and foremost, I'm very grateful to have had so many opportunities and I've worked with so many people that I, I honestly, and I know that it's probably very rare, but I honestly cannot say that I've worked with anyone uh, difficult or anyone that I you know, wish that I hadn't or regretted the experience. But I spent the most time with Eric Benet. And in addition to it being a very surreal and, and full circle moment for me because I knew all of his music well in advance of ever knowing that one day it would prepare me to work with him. He exemplifies the type of artist that I want to be. He's someone who is extraordinarily talented. Um, he doesn't treat any one person better or less than the other. Um, he's a very collaborative person. He lets everyone, you know, have moments to sign and recognizes, you know, strengths um, and really highlights those things. And so if I could say that I had anything that I took away from that is that, you know, everything doesn't have to be about you. And I got a very serious, very serious question I got to ask you, Jessica. You know, we on the topic of Eric Benet. Um, Do you perform with your shoes off as well? You know, I had a feeling that was coming. I don't. That's that's Eric's thing, and he's great at it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, if I'm not mistaken, you have a self-titled debut album on the way. I do. You know, and it's something that I've been working on for a few years now. And uh, I, I, w- I will say that the pandemic did, it slowed me down in the sense of kind of shifting gears um, and opened me up more to collaborating with other artists and and kind of changing directionally a little bit as far as what my initial focus was for the project. But I am, you know, picking back up. And I mean, I have so many songs that I've already recorded to to be completely truthful. I could put out several albums today if that was really what I was trying to do. But I just want to make sure that the debut really reflects, you know, who I am and and the things that I've experienced and, and the things that I think really matter, um, not just to me, but things that could be really impactful to other people. So I'm I'm back on it. <laughs> um, Ooh La La is one of the singles from it. And I'm just excited to be back in the space where, where that is one of my primary focuses and also just seeing 
how well received that that single has been in just a short time that it's been out. I mean, before I even tap into the single, uh, Ooh La La, can you let people know how they can follow you, stay in tune with you, and possibly what's next to come? Yeah, well, my website is www.jessicajolia.com. And my handle on every single one of my socials is the same. So you can pick the platform that you prefer and you will find me at Jessica Jolia. And I have a new single that's coming out in February. Um, It's called Caught in the Middle. (laughs) And if you you follow me or uh, will be following me soon, uh, there's glimpses of some behind-the-scenes stuff, me working in studio uh, with the engineer and with some of the collaborators. And until then, you can stream and download Ooh La La to your heart's desire. <laughs> I know, that's right. I mean, matter of fact, if you want to sing us into it, however you want to throw us into this record, go on here, do your due diligence. Well, this is Jessica Jolia, and you're listening to my new single, Ooh La La. 